0: Welcome to Slovo, a podcast of the ATA Slavic Languages Division. I'm Maria Guzenko. A lot has changed since our last episode. I hope our listeners are staying safe and healthy and finding ways to cope with the changes caused by the current health crisis. Perhaps fittingly, today's episode will feature Katarzyna Herner, a Polish medical translator and interpreter. While we will not be discussing the coronavirus pandemic at length, I would like to remind our listeners that reliable information about COVID-19 is available from the World Health Organization, the WHO, or the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. Now on with the show. Today our guest is Katarzyna Herner. She is an ATA-certified English-to-Polish translator. A certified Medical Interpreter, Core CHI, by the Certification Commission for Healthcare Interpreters, CCHI, and the Registered Court Interpreter by the New York State Unified Court System, with over 25 years of experience in language-related services, translation, localization, interpreting, editing, proofreading, and copywriting. So Katarzyna or Kasha, um, Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, very welcome, Maria. You know, this is quite an impressive resume. So could you please share with our listeners your translation and interpreting career so far? How did you get into this profession?
1: Um, I graduated from the Warsaw University in Poland, majoring in modern languages with concentration on Hungarian studies. In addition to formal training at the university, I was taking lots of freelance um, type of translation and interpretation assignments, working both in Poland and in Hungary. Here in the US, uh, the Polish language is considered a language of a lesson diffusion, and practically there are not too many options to, uh, for studying translation and interpretation on an academic level um, with Polish. So I have uh, invested time and effort into becoming an ATA certified translator, a registered court interpreter as we've mentioned by the New York State Unif- Unified Court System, a certified medical interpreter by the Certification Commission for Healthcare Interpreters and I'm also a licensed community interpreter trainer by the Cross-Cultural Communication Corporation an Interpreter Training Company in Maryland. In addition, for the past two semesters, I have served as a language reviewer at the Translator and Interpreter Training Program offered by the University of Massachusetts Amherst, where I have provided individual feedback to students'
0: translation and interpreting work. Wonderful. And you mentioned Polish is considered a language of lesser diffusion in the United States. And yet you have been a language reviewer um, at a translation program. So, who exactly is studying Polish translation in the US?
1: So, there was a person, a person who is most probably um, born here, and her Polish language is so called heritage language but she is close to being bilingual and uh, there is only one student at this university of Amherst who takes um training in for the past two semesters so you know when she graduates when she finishes i'm not so sure whether i will have uh, whether they will have another student so um it just shows that it's only one student that that, there was interest who's interested in um, in taking this kind of training in general you know in the united states polish is considered a language of a lesser diffusion but here in the area where i live in the new york area of course there are many um, people who speak polish
0: Right. So you mentioned that you work uh, both as a medical and as a legal interpreter. So what exactly got you to specialize uh, in these areas? And how did you go about getting the knowledge you needed to be successful in them?
1: So my main specialization now is medical, to be clear or to be precise. Healthcare interpretation. I have passed the exam for court interpreters, but I haven't been really practiced a lot for a couple of years. So my major concentration is now healthcare interpretation. And uh, how did I get here? Initially, I took Bridging the Gap, a 40-hour medical interpreting training by the Cross-Cultural Healthcare Program. Then working at the Mount Sinai Hospital allows me to attend many medical vocabulary, anatomy, and physiology courses on an academic level. Also preparing for the industry certification exams like CMI or CORE-CHI, was very helpful in helping me to structure my studies. However, these two um, organizations still do not offer exam uh, with, with the Polish language. And as usual, practicing, practicing and practicing by doing my in-house um, medical interpreter job at the, from over 10 years now at the Mount
0: Sinai Healthcare Program has also helped tremendously. Wonderful. And you mentioned that you have participated in the World Trade Center Health Program. So could you tell me a little bit more about that program?
1: So I am, I've been working as an in-house interpreter at this program. I have to apologize for my voice, but it's really scratchy. I cannot help it. I've been recovering from some kind of a sickness. So the World Trade Center Health Program is a program that treats those guys who used to work at the World Trade Center site. On or directly after September 11, 2001, after the attacks, and many of them suffer many health issues related to their work over there. We have lots of uh, Spanish speakers and lots of Polish-speaking, limited English proficiency patients, and this is a federally funded program for those patients. And we have um, been providing healthcare services to them already for
0: almost 20 years wow wonderful and so you mentioned uh, you work with the speakers of polish and some of them have been in the country for a few years perhaps some are new arrivals Um, how do you deal with any cutting edge terminology maybe some medical procedures that might not have been used in poland so much uh, when these people were living there so um, what is your general approach to making yourself understood by the patients?
1: So to bridge this um, gap, to a certain extent, uh, we have to use our uh, sort of knowledge of culture, uh, uh, of the knowledge of the country, and um, uh, the way how Polish people express themselves and um, uh, what they are accustomed to. Our Patients um, have been living in this country already for many, many years, sometimes even for 20 and 30 years. But they've been sort of uh, working um, closely with other Polish workers, and their supervisors at work are also Polish. So, in this way, they have never managed to. improve or learn more English. So this is not that they do not speak English at all. They are limited English proficiency. But, you know, they can manage in most situations except maybe for doctors, medical appointments and um, legal uh, situations. This is where they need help, especially in the hospital when sometimes it's about life and death. Some vocabulary is not used in Poland, mostly yes, but there are phrases that of course need to be broken down and explained for the patient and also making it clear to the provider that we need to clarify with the patient. Uh, So this happens all the time, this time of cultural brokerage.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting to think about. So, so far you've talked a lot about the interpreting side of things. Uh, Do you also get to translate sometimes? Yes, I do. Quite a lot of translation, actually. These are mainly
1: program, different program documents, specialized medical records, consent forms, uh, and also many marketing, educational, and promotional materials that are directed to our limited English proficiency patients. And recently, actually, there was a lot of translation project because we are trying to communicate with our patients to let them know that we have not forgotten about them that we are working on some other ways of helping them and being in touch with them so i've been actually translating quite a lot recently
0: great yeah and i think it's a pretty good uh, situation when you can both translate and interpret within the same organization or subject field yes
1: this is perfect also you know Terminology wise, this is really good to keep uh, things uh, consistent, you know, both verbally and um, in print. So, you know, this is a nice combination that I have. So I can practice both modes of um,
0: communicating with patients all the time. So, this is good. Absolutely. And of course, I can't help uh, mentioning the current situation uh, with the coronavirus pandemic when our uh, profession has been impacted, I would say most of us have seen some changes in our work. Mm. So could you describe to me some of the ways in which your work life has been affected by this outbreak?
1: So since um, the World Trade Center program is actually at the Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City, So, practically, I have found myself in the very center of the world's biggest epicenters for coronavirus and COVID 19. And there are many changes. Mainly, our World Trade Center clinic has been, I mean, was closed temporarily on March 17th. Okay. But thanks God we were. Uh, able to transition to working from home almost immediately. So I am very thankful to the institution, the Mount Sinai Health System, for allowing us, the interpreters, to work from home. None of my colleagues lost their jobs and we are all being utilized, being used by the program and the hospital. Uh, The first week uh, was difficult with the transition to working from home, mainly um, technology-wise. It was difficult to set up the remote uh, access to our desktops. It was a lot of back and forth, but eventually we got set up. The second meaningful change was that we started offering so-called uh, so-called telehealth services to our patients, which are the phone vis of the phone visit, and we are preparing also to offer the video visits as well. Initially, some of the patients were a little skeptical, but uh, most of them embraced the new opportunity to speak to their providers over the phone. So at least some of their most current needs could be addressed. So the main two changes at my workplace is the the outbreak of the coronavirus and COVID-19, and also the change how we operate by switching to working from home.
0: Right. So that's a pretty good segue to my next question, which is, of course, you know, this is a serious situation and there are a lot of negative effects, but perhaps some of it can be seen as an opportunity. So what would you say um, to those translators and interpreters who are living through this time of turmoil? Um, where should they direct their sites to perhaps come out with some new knowledge on the other end of this epidemic?
1: So, you know, the crisis has shown very clearly uh, that um, those interpreters who work uh, by offering um, face-to-face interpretation services only now have to switch to remote interpretation. And, you know, it's not always easy, not for everyone, because this can require learning new skills, uh, becoming more comfortable with technology and so on. But, you know, that's the um, way of communicating nowadays in the times of the of the COVID-19, not only in medical field, but in many other industries. Luckily, I have noticed that many um, industry organizations like International Medical Interpreters Association, cross-cultural communication, and some other translation and interpretation businesses have been offering many, really many, free hands-on webinars about remote interpreting and working from home in general, uh, including such uh, issues like time management and many other related subjects. So we should take advantage of this and um, try to diversify, try to learn new skills and the new ways of providing our services now. That's great advice. Yeah, I just maybe would like to add that the crisis will be over at some point of time, but the new skills that we will learn now will be helpful in the long run.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. Well, thank you so much. This was uh, Kasha Herner here on the SLD podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Slovo, a podcast of the ATA Slavic Languages Division. We hope you follow us on your favorite streaming platform. Until next time, I'm Maria Guzenko.